A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Rock County 4-H Fair is known as the oldest 4-H fair in the United States. There is a rich history behind the fair, but there are also some challenges that have come along the way. I'm Allison Lund for the Midwest Farm Report. Karen Phelan volunteers at the Rock County 4-H Fair as a judge and with their museum. She details the fair's history. The fair started in 1930, was the first year, and from that time on, we are one of, of the few, or only, I think, fair in Wisconsin for sure, and possibly even further, that is strictly a youth fair. Um, what that means is we do not have an open class, so all of the exhibits that you see in from an animal to barn, or from the barns to clothing, any clover buds are all youth. So we don't have any open class where adults come and compete. That's kind of or very different from a lot of the other fairs because a lot of revenue that is generated by the other fairs comes from people having to pay to exhibit. So that would be probably one of the biggest things about that makes our fair different. Uh, the land was, I believe, either donated or given ver- or sold very cheaply to Rock County by J.A. Craig, who was a businessman in the Janesville area. He, at that time, where we're located, was very rural. It wasn't as built up, and I think his thinking was it was in the center of town. People would come here. It would be a show place that people could come every year to the fair. I don't think he envisioned how built up we would be and how landlocked we would become. But he donated the fair, uh, donated or gave very sold very cheaply the land to Rock County with the understanding that this would be where the fair would stay. So that's kind of how we got here. Um, Some of the things that have evolved, we, when it was originally built, there was a grandstand, there was a dormitory where the people that showed animals could stay. We had the barns. I don't know how many other buildings, there probably weren't a lot because most of the fair were probably country kids bringing in their animals, probably very, maybe cooking, sewing, you know, there may have been other exhibits, but the primary thing were the, were the barns. So basically that was that. And as time evolved and some of the barns, the grandstand burned, so they built a new grandstand. And they eventually added more buildings as more exhibitors came in and more the need for more projects and expanding from your basic animals, cooking, clothing. So we eventually made more buildings. Um, As the barns got a little outdated, they were torn down and put in new buildings with better electric, better ventilation. We also had to adapt to the changes with economy where it used to be pretty much the fair was open for one month out of the year now with how the finances and economy needs come in we have now opened up so you can rent parts of the fair Craig Center can be rented out we have other activities that are at the fairgrounds flea markets things like that to kind of help bring revenue and help with the the cost of keeping the fair fairgrounds going 
So backing up a little bit, I know you mentioned one of the challenges is being landlocked. So what has that process been like to expand the fair and continue to bring in more exhibitors, but also have limited space? It's a challenge. Um, Sadly, the enrollments have gone down. So we really haven't had a big problem on how to handle the exhibits and the number of exhibitors there are. I personally think the bigger problem is is being able to bring in bigger entertainment because there's limited budget we don't have the money to bring in the big name stars and a lot of the bigger entertainment won't come to a fair that doesn't sell alcohol we do not sell alcohol on our grounds during the fair um, which for a lot of the big entertainment is a big issue because that's where they get a lot of their revenue but we, there's been a lot of talk and controversy about moving the fairgrounds to a bigger space. And there's a lot of people like us here that work in the museum. There's a lot of sentiment and emotion that comes with this fairgrounds. And we understand that things have to change. But moving to a big new fairgrounds, you lose a lot of the ambiance and the emotions and things like that that you aren't going to get in a new fairgrounds. Yeah, I can definitely understand the ties that you have to the fairgrounds here, especially with such a rich history. So backing up a little bit, could you maybe walk me through some of those early years with the fair and what kind of changes or evolvements you've seen leading up to now? Some of the things I think back in the day um, when my grand or my dad, who was born in 1929, and showed here. I think back in their day, the fair was about all that young kids had to do. You didn't have all of the other, you may have had a job or worked on the farm, but for that week you shut down. It was harder for kids, it's harder for kids now to be involved in 4-H like they used to be. Um, So I think that is an issue that is a challenge. The projects, I think, are different, and I think they had to evolve. There again, back in the day, it was mostly the dairy or the animals. Now we have computer science. We have, there's a lot more um, social media involved, where I don't think that was, you know, we didn't have that back when I was in 40 years ago. I think it's a challenge Um, It's a challenge because enrollment is going down and kids are more involved with, again, the economy. Kids have to work, so they don't have the time to commit to 4-H and project meetings and things like that. So I think it is a challenge to get the members involved. Um, The fair is doing a good job of trying to find projects that help and getting it's we don't have as many strict rules about you don't have to do a record book you don't have to attend all the meetings that you did before so I think it does make a difference we're trying to help kids and we understand that there's a lot of other opportunities out there but 4-H is still a good program when we're trying to get them involved How else do you find that the Rock County Fair can continue to evolve to get more students to exhibit and stay involved in 4-H in the future? I think we're trying to um, loosen some of the 
restrict or loosen some of the guidelines. We still feel that leadership skills and making them accountable for what they do are what make the program what it is. So we don't want to lose that. So we don't want to say, oh, you can sign up and just come to the fair or sell an animal. We still want them to show accountability. We want them to still interact with adults because to me that's the basis of 4-H. You are a younger person working with a junior leader that's a high school student who is working with an adult. So you get that communication skills. So we're still, I feel that that still is an important part, but trying to get more people involved by saying it's not just for fair kids you know all the different um, projects you don't have to be a fair kid to show an animal there's a horseless horse program Um, you can make you know you can be in cooking child development so we're trying to get more people involved and if you are really interested in bicycling there's a bicycle program So we're trying to make more um, projects that can get people interested and hopefully get them more involved by seeing that all all ages, all abilities, um, that it's not just for the farm kids, but it is a challenge. It's a challenge because overall, all over the country, numbers are going down in 4-H, fairs are declining, and just trying to get more people to come to the fair it's expensive but we have to you know they have to be sustainable too but it is hard to get them here and i guess just putting out the word of what 4-h can do what ffa can do and there's lots of scholarships there's lots of opportunities for the kids so trying to get them involved to keep them involved so they can become the leaders later on Karen Phelan, a volunteer at the Rock County 4-H Fair, sharing more about the fair's history and how they hope to attract more exhibitors in the future. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Allison Lund.